Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Thursday, July 23rd. S&P futures are rallying about 10 points. That's about 30 basis points. The major European indices are rallying about 40 to 60 basis points. Asia was a little bit more mixed. Hong Kong was strong, some mild softness elsewhere, and Japan was closed. So the major area of focus this morning is on earnings. So just um, running through the U.S. from last night, you know, the, your big names all on paper were relatively strong. Um, you know, the question is, again, just relative to very elevated expectations in certain cases. So Microsoft beat on, on all the major line items on the income statement. Um, I think within the numbers, people were, you know, certainly a little underwhelmed by Azure, which saw decent uh, deceleration sequentially. And then the productivity unit, which obviously is a critical business for them. Um, the guidance for the calendar Q3 in that business was a little bit light as well. So again, nothing bad in Microsoft, but I think relative to some expectations, a little underwhelming. And that's you know the third kind of growth name so far this quarter that's been underwhelming after Netflix and then Snapchat. Um, Chipotle again, not bad. You know they had comps a little bit better than expectations. Margins about in line. Big EPS beat helped by some non-operating items. They're still not giving out formal guidance. They are seeing kind of the positive linearity trend that we've all been that that a lot of companies have um, indicated since the trough in April. Again, it's just a question I think of expectations versus anything else. Um, CSX and Discover are interested just from a macro perspective because they provide charts that indicate specific business trends over the last on a weekly basis. So obviously both are kind of pretty good proxies for just overall economic activity, CSX, uh, the rail card numbers, and then DFS in terms of purchase volumes. And a, a few other companies have done this as well in terms of just giving insight on a very granular level to what their, what actual underlying economic activity is. And so for DFS, they are seeing kind of a plateauing in purchase volume. So obviously a huge rebound off of the trough levels from April um, but things have flattened out lately. And that's something that pretty much all the credit card companies have been saying as well, um, including Synchrony earlier in the week. Um, you know, Again, it's not reversing, it's not collapsing lower, but there certainly has been a plateauing. Some companies are noting that obviously the increase in COVID cases imp- is impacting spending patterns in certain areas. Again, not, not, a, not a sharp reversal, but uh, you know, the plateau is certainly notable. Um, you know, so Discover, again, just on the credit card companies, you know, very ugly Q2 numbers. Um, you know, the upside is the allowance figures in terms of the amount of the loan portfolio that is now reserved for charge-offs is very elevated for a lot of the card companies. That does suggest that the bulk of the reserve building is over. And then, you know, capital numbers are still pretty healthy too. Um, housing is a huge area of strength so far this earnings season. So two data points last night, MTH, which is a home builder, and then Whirlpool as well, very, very strong figures, well above expectations, huge positive linearity. MTH saw orders down 15% in April, swing to up 44% in May, and then up 66% in June. Um, and just talking about all the secular trends, obviously, housing is another area that's benefiting, seems to be benefiting from COVID as far as people um, you know, working from home, shifting out of cities, et cetera. Um, and then rates, obviously, is a big tailwind too. Um, with Tesla... You know, they delivered on everything people want to see, big upside expectation, a big upside print versus expectations on profits. Certainly people can poke holes about whether or not, you know, they're selling tax credits, et cetera. Um, and they appear to obviously now um, are eligible for S&P 500 inclusion. That was widely, widely, widely expected. Um, you know, the question is whether or not there's just anyone left to kind of bid up that name given the parabolic rally. So that'll be very interesting to watch the price action today. Uh, in that stock. Those were the main highlights out of the US last night for Europe this morning. 
um, positive earnings for the most part. So Daimler is probably the big upside standout. Um, again, not spectacular figures, but certainly um, you know encouraging commentary just about trend as far as linearity, seeing some signs of improvement, etc. So the SXAP index in Europe, which is the auto index, that is the top performer by far. That's up about 3%. I'd imagine autos will be very much in focus in the US today. Unilever is another name um, being very well received on earnings. Again, you're talking about revenue that was down slightly on an organic basis, a little bit better than feared. So that stock's up big. You're seeing other staples names rally in Europe too. Um, Publicis is the final one in Europe. That's a big standout. Um, Publicis is actually the top stock in Europe. Um, and again, we're talking about organic revenues in Q2. We're still down 13%. People were fearing down 20%. So it's kind of better than feared versus just you know outright strength. STM put up um, you know, healthy results similar to what you saw in Texan also, although Texan, um, you know, saw profit taking on its, on its print. So it'll be interesting to kind of watch STM over the course of the day, but on paper, very solid number. So that is earnings. Um, you know, just quickly back on the US, you know, this has been a very spectacular earnings season on paper. You're seeing, um, you know, as of last night, we you know we're only about 15 to to 20% of the way through the season, but 80% of companies are beating and they're beating by about 20%, which huge upside figures. Um, you know, you are not seeing commensurate increases in stock prices, I think, for a few reasons. I've been writing about it. Um, one of which is, you know, a lot of companies provided insight color on Q2 back in April, which was a trough of the entire crisis. That was the peak, most acute phase of the pandemic. Um, and so I think a lot of companies just got it extraordinarily conservative. We've seen now evidence for months that. Um, you know, the economy has rebounded pretty remarkably from that trough level. Um, you did not really see street estimates get revised dramatically higher over that time. So the bar was very, very, very low. I think investors appreciate that. Um, you know, so again, I, that's that's one of the reasons why you're not seeing a huge rebound in stock prices commensurate with the magnitude of the beat. And then again, you're seeing a lot of evidence that that huge recovery is now plateauing. And a big reason for that is you know, we've kind of delayed the economic downturn with massive stimulus. The question is now, as we start to dial back stimulus, are we going to now see the full effects of the pandemic downturn show up in figures going forward? Um, so the U.S. fiscal cliff is obviously the huge area of macro focus. Republicans apparently have agreed on a consensus on what they want to see in their draft bill that they will then present to Democrats. Um, a consensus has been reached according to the press. The press does not have any details, though. So kind of suggests that there may not be a consensus reached. There are no indications about the key elements of the bill as far as the $600 per week in federal benefits, whether or not there'll be another one-time stimulus check, and whether or not there will be a payroll tax cut. Um, you know, Clearly, the rep- that $600 per week looks like it will very likely get cut. question is by how much. Um, I think it's going to be either or as far as a payroll tax cut and then around a one-time stimulus checks. You know, you you are getting more pushback from the Republicans as far as the overall size of this bill. So it's going to be a very protracted negotiation. Um, whether or not there will be kind of a temporary extension of the unemployment benefits to allow more time to talk. Let's remember that last $600 payment goes out on um, Friday, Saturday of this week. So essentially the next two days. Um, that's not clear. There have been some, there is some talk about a temporary extension of that um, just to avoid kind of a sharp cliff. But again, uh, time is of the essence, and they seem to be not necessarily all on the same page. So again, it's a question of how how big this upcoming fiscal cliff is, not a question of if. Um, and as you see that support start to uh, get withdrawn, you know clearly there will be ramifications in the economy. And that's something 
that Synchrony's um, management team talked about on their call, and a lot of banks have mentioned this, mentioned this also, whereby it's a very, very unique economic cycle whereby you are not seeing net charge-offs spike higher. And that is making it very difficult for a lot of these banks to really kind of model out what the actual shape of this downturn is going to be. You know, Again, it's been a delayed downturn. It doesn't mean it won't happen. Um, the question is, you know, will the economy be able to kind of get back to some semblance of normalcy before the stimulus is withdrawn? And that's, you know, the big question going forward. Um, so other than all that fiscal stimulus bill, as far as the U.S., not a lot else to talk about as far as major macro news is concerned um, for the session today. The main focus will be on earnings. Um, you know, the big ones this morning are probably going to be AT&T, Twitter, UNP, Dow Chemical after the close, Intel Skyworks are very much in focus. The jobless claims at 830, I think, are going to be increasingly important too. Again, just given this whole theme of you're seeing a plateauing in the rebound. Um, last week, you know, the jobless claims appear to be flattening out. We'll see what happens at 830 this morning. Um, you know, if you see that number really start to flatten out or, or creep higher, that obviously is going to raise um, anxiety levels again. Uh, and then again, we'll wait to see what actually gets presented by Republicans as far as what is in their bill. Um, so that is pretty much everything for today. Thank you for listening.